Okay, so there's a Mordecai Rambam. Mordecai Rambam in Hilchas Beis Habachira. Perik Zayin Halacha Aleph. Where the Rambam tells us as follows. Mitzvahs Asei Liyira Min Hamikdosh. Says the Rambam Apsak Halacha. That there is a mitzvah Asei for a person to be scared to have Moira to have Yira from the Mikdosh. Shenemar a posuk in this week's parsha, umikdoshi tiro, and fear my mikdosh, says the Rambam, veloi min hamikdosh atoyira ele mimishet siva aliyrosay. You're not scared, says the Rambam, of the base hamikdosh itself. You're not scared of the stones and you know the physical, actual building of the base hamikdosh. That's not what we're scared about. Rather, says the Rambam, when the Pesach tells us in this week's parsha to be scared of the Mikdash, it means the Rabbi Nishalaylam. The Rabbi Nishalaylam. Says the Chovetz Chaim, when he talks in Sefer Mitzvahs, the Chovetz Chaim is in the Psicha Asen Zayin. Says the Chovetz Chaim, Ubeis HaMedrush Shelonu Gamkein Bichlal Mikdashu. Our Beis HaKnesses, our Dishuls, that we're not yet zeichet to go inside, says the Chovetz Chaim in the mitzvahs. Our beis medrash, our beis akneses, also have a din of a mikdash and the loshen of the zoya, which I'm not going to read in full. Loshen of a zoya in parshas truma. I'll just read you a little bit. Says the Reb Shimon Bayechai in parshas truma that if a person speaks in a shul divrei choil weekday speech. Woe is to him. He says he causes the Amuna, the, the, the Shechina to leave. And he basically shows that the Rabbi Nishalolom is not found in that place. Says Rabbi Shimabayachai in the Zoya Kodesh that the base Medrash that we have clearly tells us that we have to have the same fear as the base Hamigdash. And in fact, we all remember hearing about this terrible Gzeira of the Gzeira Tach Vatat in the years 1648 to 1652. Hundreds of thousands of Yidin were killed in brutal ways, Rachman al-Itzlan. The Tosvasyantuf at the time and many of us were actually at his caver not so long ago. The Heilige Tosvasyantuf decided we're going to make a tiniest, we're going to make a fast day. Because it was revealed to him that the decree that hundreds and thousands of Yidden were dying was because people were noig minig bezayin in the shuls and spoke in the shuls during davening, not during davening. And that caused, said the Tosus of a very scary thing, Rabbi Sai. Tovshin Pei, 2020. Think about the words of the uh, Tosus Yontov. Again, 1648, 1652. Right? Is a Hebrew date, 5408, 5412. And he says that there's a problem with the letter Vov in the word Dibur, speech, turning Dibur to Dever, a plague, a pandemic. Says the Tosfos Yontov, it all started over there, and therefore people were noig minig bezoyin in the shuls, 
I don't know, but maybe perhaps this is an opportunity for us to learn before we're let back into the shuls, which Be'ezah Hashem is going to be very, very soon here in Eretz Yisrael. It's very, very soon. It's not official yet. It's coming up very soon. In other places in the world, slowly, slowly it's happening. Let's try to make it that when we walk back into the shul, it's not going to be, oh, Baruch Hashem, let's wipe the dust off the shtenda and continue davening. It's more than that. What we want to do is when we walk into the shul with a whole different appreciation. We want to walk into the shul with a whole different idea of what it used to be and now what it is now. The appreciation of a shul, the appreciation of what the Rabbani Shalom gives us when we walk into the shul. Rabbi Shem Pincus has a beautiful idea. Again on this week's parasha, parasha's Bahar, Mikdashi Tiro, says of Shem Pincus, you know, people make a mistake. You know, we know that Chazal call our base medrash, our Botik Nasiyos, a Mikdash Ma'at. It's a mini base medrash. Mini base medrash. So basically, says Rabbi Shishon Pinkas, he says that our shuls have not changed in any way. They've not changed in any way since the base Mikdash, and they're exactly the same from before the Chorban, tells the way they are now. They may be a different form, they may look different, they may appear different, but the Shechena inside them is exactly identical to that which was by the time of the Beis HaMikdash. He brings a marshal, an interesting marshal, and the marshal is basically about something which most people don't even remember. These things, tapes. They say if you're old enough to remember how to use these things, then it means that you're old enough to start quarantining. My kids actually were watching me play at one of these things um, last week. They walked in and they're like, what are you doing? What, what, what is this? How, how do you use this? It reminded me of a story of Chaim Knievsky. They came once to Chaim Knievsky and they gave him a tape. They gave him one of these. And they said, Rebbe, it's a tape of your father, the highly Stipler, giving shit. Wow, opportunity to hear the stipler. We would love such an opportunity. So Prankineski took the tape. I don't hear anything. I don't, I don't, I don't hear anything. Unbelievable, right? <laughs> In the days when they used to use these things, this was normal, right? It came out already with Victor Miller, already with Tesla. Anyway, so, you know, I don't know if you remember... But they used to have these huge, big ones, right? That I don't even know what they call VC. Maybe it's a VCR, maybe the big ones. And then they had these ones, and then they even came out with even smaller ones, like a quarter of the size, even less than a quarter of the size. You slipped in, and it was unbelievable. Very amazing, right? Nowadays, forget about it. Who knows? Who knows what this is? But the truth is, says of Shunshan Pinkus, when you have one of these tapes, so when they made it smaller, is the shot that just they, they cut it in half? Obviously not. And cut the tape in half. They found a way of having the same thing in a smaller form. You have your phone, right? So now it's already become different. Everyone's looking for bigger phones. But when they first came out with phones, I remember there were these big bricks. That it used to come with like a suitcase, like a little briefcase. You put it into your car. So it was a car phone. That's how it was, right? And then they came out with mobile phones. And there were also these big, clumpy little bricks. And the more advanced they got, the smaller they became. Does that mean that what's going on is they cut the thing in half? No, they figured it out how to make it smaller. Put the same thing inside it. Says of Shinshan Pinkas Rabbi our base haknesses, our shuls, our botimidrashos, they're not just a, a little slice of the base hamikdosh. They are the base hamikdosh in smaller ways, in smaller fashions, physically smaller, but they're exactly the same. And therefore, 
the same Kedusha that existed in the Beis HaMikdash exists in every single one of our shuls, everything's inside there. And it's so important for us to really internalize this, especially now when we are locked out. This is probably, as far as I know and I've seen in you know, many of the history books, this is probably the only time existing in the history of Kalal Yisrael since the creation of the world that every single shul, Beis Medrash, Beis Knesses has been totally closed in the world. I and mean, in many places in the world they were closed in that section, but here it's everywhere. Now's our opportunity to renew what the Posik over here in this week's parish is telling us. Or Mikdoshi Tiro, be fearful of my Mikdosh. And it doesn't just mean the Beis Mikdosh, as the Rambam, as the Chovetz Chaim said clearly. It means a, any place that is Miyuchut for Tefillah and for Torah is considered to be a place where there's Kedusha, and therefore a person has to be careful. According to the Yireim, in, in Simon Shinchov Dalit, the mitzvah to fear a base Knesset and a base Medrash is Da'oraisa. It's Min HaToyra. That's where it comes from. It's included in the mitzvah of Moira Mikdosh, the revert, you know, being scared of the base Mikdosh, and therefore, according to most Rishonim, in fact, the Marsham in Chelik Al of Simon Yud brings down that this is the view of most Rishonim. That means being fearful, being Yira of a base HaKnesses, of a base HaMedrash, is a mitzvah. Min Hatoya. It's a Doraisa. Like eating, like eating matzah on Beisach. Like, like all the day shaking lulav on, 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 on Sukkos. This mitzvah, so, you know, we spend hours and hours on figuring out how to do it, learning the halachas, buying it, making it beautiful. What do we do when we walk in the shul? We just, we just, we just walk in. We just walk in. I, maybe I speak for myself. We, we just walk into the shul. You know, imagine thousand million differences. Before a person walks into Buckingham Palace, before you walk into, I think it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, am I correct? That's the address of the White House. You can't just walk in. Hi, can I come inside? Um, forget the president. I just want to see inside and want to see what's going on. Oh, no, 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 no. You need, you need special checks. You need security. You need to dress a certain way. You have to know how to act. You have to know how to bow. It's, it's a whole mahalach. We just walk into the shoes. We just walk in. We roll in. Forget about walk. We just roll in. We don't realize there's a mitzvah in the Torah according to most Rishonim to fear a Beisah Medrash and a Beisah Knesset. There are Rishonim that hold that the mitzvah nowadays is only a mitzvah midrabonon, not a Doraisa. But Al-Koponim, pretty much everyone agrees that even if you say that the hold it's a Durabonon to actually fear the Beisach Knesses and the Beisach Medrash, but to be mavazah, to disgrace the Beisach Knesses or the Beisach Medrash. In other words, to do something inside the walls of the shul and the Beisach Medrash, according to almost everyone, is an Isidoraisa, and a person has to be very, very careful. A person has to be extremely, extremely careful to make sure that we maintain uh, the Kedusha, we maintain the, uh, the holiness that every single shul has. And as Rabbi Shinshan Pinkas explained, it's not just a li- little, uh, you know, version. You know, you've got, for example, um, Legoland, where you've got like miniature versions of every place. It's cute. It's very nice. It looks like it. Oh, they did a great job. It looks great. It looks wonderful. Our shuls are not a miniature version of the Beis HaMikdosh in different forms. Our shuls are actually a chalik of that. The Gemara Megillah famously, the Barashah, says that when Mashiach comes, we spoke about this recently, what's going to happen? We're all going to come back in the Beis HaMikdosh. The shuls are actually going to get up and 
come to Eretz Yisrael because they have Kedusha. And therefore what happens in the Beis HaKnesis, in the Beis HaMedrash, is of vital importance for us to remember now, at this stage when we're not able to go in. As we always say from the Heiliger Baal Shem Tov, of the Nefesh, in Kiddush. Why do we say it on Friday night? Why not say it when we lose our Neshama Yaseira, which is what it's discussing? Says the Heiliger Baal Shem Tov, because when you say it by Motor Shabbat, it's too late. You lost the appreciation. Say it when you're still going to appreciate it. And that's right now. When we don't have a base of we don't have a base of medrash, we can't, you know, we have to use our own four walls of our own houses, we can't just walk into a shul and take advantage of the tremendous kedusha that we have over there. Now is the time to learn about it, now is the time to be mechazik in it. The Shulchan Aruch discusses this halacha, and it's kedai for every single one of you to open up the Shulchan Aruch, and learn some of these halachas, I'm not going to go through them now. Simon Kuf Nun Aleph says the Shulchan Aruch, Fasif, you walk into a shul to tour it. What a beautiful shul. What are you doing? Shulchanak says you can't do that. You can't walk in there because it's too sunny outside. You can't walk in there because it's raining outside. The air conditioning is on. Ah, finally. Okay, some yeshivas do that so that guys stay in the base medrash. Okay, not our yeshiva, Baruch Hashem. But there are some yeshivas like that. But I'll come them eating and drinking. All these things are shilas. Kalus Roish talking in the shul Dvorim Batalim? Again, Rabbi Sam, be machazik myself at the same time as you. We all have to be machazik ourselves at this time because this is what's going on right now. We don't have it. I don't know if this was the reason. I'm not saying this was the reason. It's not for me to say I don't know anything. But all I'm telling you is from the day of the Toysus Yontov, he felt that was the reason. And it was a similar idea. There was a pandemic in those days also. Dibur and Deva. You lost the Vov, it changed from Dibur to Deva. That's very, very scary. So a couple of halachas, Rabbi Isai, is first of all the cleanliness. The cleanliness of a base measure. People have to be careful. You know, you, you, you use a tissue, you put it under your safer, under your siddha, and you leave it there. What, what, you, what are you doing? I'm not saying you have to run straight away and put it in the bin. That maybe not. You, you're allowed to keep it there for a little bit. I'm in love davening, I'm in love learning. Say that. But I'll come on in. You know, uh, take it with you. Make sure you've taken all the rubbish that has been, you know, the little pieces of paper when you were bored during the shear that you cut up into millions of shreds and they're all over the table. You've got, you've got to take that out. If somebody dropped a paper cup, a plastic cup, something, pick it up. Now, do you have a chiv to start cleaning somebody else's mess? No, you don't have a chiv. Should you? Maybe. You see, the base medrash is disgraced. Okay, this is a mokim ha-mikdosh. This is a mikdosh ma'at. If you walked into the base ha-mikdosh and saw a mess, would you say, oh, it's not my mess. Don't have to do anything. No way. It's base ha-mikdosh. The shechina. The problem is, we don't fully feel that we have the shechina. We'll take questions soon, if you don't mind, because I want to catch it all in before we lose our session at this particular situation that we're having right now. Now, that's, that's the gabe uh, when it comes to those sorts of things. Now, when it comes to eating and drinking, you saw clearly, I just mentioned to you, the Loshan of the Shulchan Aruch, where the Shulchan Aruch says that you're not allowed to eat and you're not allowed to drink there at all. Um, you're not allowed to do that, however. The Poskim do say that if a person is learning there, for example, the Shulchan Aruch talks about a Talmud Chocham. Now, for him, 
um, for him, this is his only place. This is where he hangs out the whole day. For him to go out and start eating lunch and supper somewhere else, so with the problem that's going to happen, is going to cause a lot of bittle toyah. So that's basically the heta for many of the poiskim. Uh, the Gemara Megillah also, which we're not going to go into now, talks about that many of the shuls that we have, especially in Chutzoritz, are built al-tanai. Al-tanai means they were built al-tanai, that you could use them for other things, which is taka true. And some say even if they weren't built on the tanai, better maybe person wanted to have a tanai, which is the heta for using a shul for a shalashudas. He's using it for a fabrengan for the heiliger shul, uh, for the heiliger Shulchanar Harav, for the uh, Balatanya, or for Rabshaila, or for anything else that a person can use. That's generally the heta that a person has. But again, it should be done with an understanding that there's a heta for it. You know what a heta means? Heta means really it should not be done like the Shulchanar told us, but Lemaisa there are heterim, and that's one of the heterim, right? For a person that's there the whole time, and for him to uh, to go out, it's going to cause a tremendous amount of uh, delay, a bit of Torah, and everything else. So therefore, we are makel for sometimes in those situations. Stam entering a shul for a personal usage. I, I need to go fetch a, there's a tissues in the shul. So I'm going to walk into the shul, take a tissue and walk out. Okay, so you just used a shul for your own personal usage. What heta do you have? So the Gemara Megillah famously tells us that if a person, by the way, a lot of people get this one wrong. A lot of people get this wrong. You ever saw people, I don't know if you ever did, but I see this all the time. People walk into the shul, they get a tissue to get their pen, to get a coffee. They sit down for a moment. They say a pasuk, get up and walk out. You ever, you ever saw that? Anybody ever saw that? Am I, am I the only person that ever saw that? I think you guys have seen that, right? The Gemara basically says that such a, such a person is an Amoritz. Very simple. Because the Gemara tells us in Megillah that if a person goes into a shul or a base of Medrash to call his friend, says the Gemara, what's he meant to do? He say a halacha. You say a Mishnah. You say episode Chazal. You say, you know, the line of Messias is showing that you were memorizing in your bed before you fell asleep last night sixty times to make sure you internalize the message. Whatever it is that you want to say that you feel comfortable saying. You say a Maimon Chazal. You say a Lacha. You say a Mishnah. If you don't know how to learn, what are you meant to do? You don't even know a Pesach of Chumash. What are you meant to do? Says the Gemara. Okay. Then you can sit down in the, in, in the, and you sit down for a moment in the shul. You sit down a moment. Say this, at least you didn't use it 100% for your own personal usage. And then it is fine. And then you move on, right? So the halacha really is a person, anytime you walk into a shul, and again, we have to internalize this because our shuls are, have kedusha to them. If they have kedusha, we have to be careful how do we use them. We can't use them as a, uh, a shortcut to get somewhere else, right? If going into shul helps that. But again, if you do that, you say a posik as you're walking through. Stop for a moment, not stop for a moment. But at least you say a posik, you say a chazal, say a mishnah, say a halacha, whatever it is, to make sure that you do that, to make sure that you uh, use it at least for Torah and not only for your own personal use. You're sleeping in a shul. person has to be careful. The halachas are sleeping in the shul. The Gemara says you're not allowed to sleep even temporarily in the shul. In a, in a base of Knesset. In a base of Medrash, generally, they are mekel. And this is a mockery. This is a mockery to be machme even in a base of Medrash. But al pidin, you are allowed even for a person that doesn't normally learn there the whole day. Uh, again, there's the different conditions with all these sorts of things of how we do them, how we don't do them. Kissing someone in the shul as well. Right? The... the um, Shulchan Aruch tells us uh, that kissing a child, for example, in a shul shows that you're demonstrating love to that person and not to the Rabbonishram. That's why many poskim hold you're not allowed to kiss a child in shul. Rabbonishram said that you're allowed to kiss a child if it's not Bashar Tfilah, it's only Bashar Tfilah. But again, many poskim held in a shul is not a shul, is a mockum that you have to realize the Rabbonishram is there, the Shechina is there, and we have to be very, very careful of how we act in a shul. 
It's, it's a very important thing. A person has to realize, speaking, stumps, talking. I'm not even talking about talking during davening and talking being gavra le gavra. These things are dvon pshutim admoid. I don't believe there'll be a person after this whole thing finishes and the shuls open up to have the audacity to start talking in the middle of Chazaras Hashats or being Gavra Le Gavra as they're calling up the next guy. Not a chance. No one's going to do such a thing. No one would dream of talking in such a situation. Who would dream of bringing their phone into the base of Medrash after such a situation where the Rabbi has locked us out of our shoes? I don't, I don't have to talk about that. There's some things like you don't have to talk about. That's like one of them. Binging up. I'm, I'm not talking about what type of phone it is. It doesn't make a difference. Any phone that's on is a double portion. It's a base medrash. It's a base haknesses. It's a mikdash ma'at. The rabbi nishalayim is here. The shkenim is here, and you've got your phone. Does that make any sense? You know, it reminds me of a marshal I heard years ago. It's kavaldik a marshal. Hassan and Kala. Hassan and Kala. They walk into the yichud room. Hassan and Kala walk into the yichud room. It's the first time that they're halachically allowed to be alone. Right? They've spent so much time. They, you know, they're going out. They're dating. They finally they get engaged. And the whole situation and the whole planning and then the wedding comes. Baruch Hashem. The yichud room. The door opens. The door closes. And as the door closes, they lock the door. The Hassan just one second. He takes out his phone and he starts looking at his phone. Just, just, just a second, and I need to check the news. I, I, my stocks will look. I have to, to make sure. You know, the last few hours of the chuppah, Kabbalah's pond has been a while. I must check the stocks, and I must check the news. The government, yeah, ah, ah, they saw, they sworn in, beautiful. Okay, so the news. Hello, are you crazy? Are you mad? You're in the yechud room. This is your chasana, your wife. What are you doing? Everyone, I think, I hope, in such a situation would say. That person is crazy. I mean, come on. You hear such a story about a guy who did that, you'll be like, that guy's mad. But you know something? How many of us do the same thing? We do exactly the same thing. We're in the Yechad room, in the shul, in the Beis HaKnesses, in the Beis HaMedrash, together with the Rabbi Nishalolam. We have an opportunity to talk to the Rabbi Nishalolam in the Beis HaMedrash, in the Beis HaKnesses, which Chazal tell us is the highest form that the Rabbi Nishalolam listens to all of our tefillahs. God, just a moment. I need to check the sports. Oh, did I get any messages? No, it's okay. I'm anyway waiting for Chazaros Hashats to begin anyway, so it's okay, right? It's not a big deal. Kedusha didn't start yet. Okay. Oh, Gavaldi, he won. Beautiful. Are you, are you mad? We, we, we don't even think about it. It doesn't bother us. Maybe perhaps now is the time. We didn't have a chance to go through all the halachas. It's impossible to go through all the halachas. But I just wanted to give a little bit of an understanding. That, you know, we're in a situation, we don't have our shoes, we don't have our base medrash, our beknesses. It's very, very hard for us. It's hard for most people to have kavana in their houses, to daven properly, to learn properly. It's difficult. This is the perfect time for us to renew within ourselves a tremendous amount of covet that we have to give to our base Knesset, to our base Medrash. Because that is the only way we can come in. That's the only way we can stay in as well. Perhaps that's what the Rabbanishon wants to sort of nudge us along that way. And Be'ez HaShem, if we do that, then HaKadosh Baruch will give us all back the base Medrash, the base Knesset, with Kedusha, with Tahara, and all our Tfilas will be miskabel Be'ez HaShem. And the Rabbanishon will give us Everything, including all the brachas and the Yeshuas and the Rafuas to Klal Yisrael Be'ez HaShem.